Welcome to Beholder's Eye. My name is Alex, and I'll be your host and Dungeon Master. The Great Isle is in a time of turmoil. Murat Hall raids the countryside. The Grand Abbot has called a conclave to regulate the use of magic. Emperor Simon of Crux and Queen Alanya of Thalmer, once enemies, are now betrothed. The zealous Red Hand terrorize all who oppose their doctrine. Only one group can make things more explosive. The magical miscreants are... Rosie Hanna Iron Cold Lee Green Roblox Bluebeard, a.k.a. Rosie. I'm a gnome artificer bard. Garen Kelso, High Elf Bladesinger. Mole Urzog, Orc Forge Cleric of St. Allegis. Cal Thornbreach, Satyr Bard of Eloquence. All right, who wants to let us know what happened last episode? Well, we started with the group in the Library of Archond. Um, Basilica guards came in and attempted to arrest everyone, where we did a skill challenge and got away pretty cleanly. Um, then we alerted Mole that he's branded as a traitor. Then we cut over to Mole and Cal, who willingly go with the Basilica guards to the Grand Abbot's house, where they quite openly talk about the coup, and then the Grand Abbot takes them down to another basement behind a secret wall uh, where Piatra is being held captive in a magic circle, and an elven statue similar to Cal's stolen statue, I think is sucking his life force out, possibly. Um, it's um, not physically similar, but there's, yeah, it's made of the same kind of stuff. Like It's got the same vibes. The same vibes, yeah. yeah. Um, and that's where we left off. That is where we left off, but let's go back to our uh, friends who just escaped from the uh, library. Um, so you guys are out in the city of Crux. You just uh, escaped. You chase were chased by the Basilica guards. Um what are you guys doing? What are you folks doing? Uh, okay. First, oh. I think we first we run far enough that we can hide somewhere, like another building or a different alleyway or something. Okay. Yeah. Um, while we're looking for a place to hide, um, in our heads. Uh, to Mole and Cal. I mean, to everybody, I guess. Um, I'll say, we got the way. How are you folks doing? Oh. Hi. <laughs> um, oh, actually, no, Mole already told us, right, that he's going to die under the Basilica, right? Oh, yeah. At, at this stage, or, yeah. Under, under the uh Yeah, he Abbott's said Basilica. So. Yeah. yeah, he said the Basilica, yeah. Okay. That is the Abbot's house, right? Am I confused? the whole area is the Basilica? Um, at Grand Abbot's house is part of it. So the dorms you were in is part of the Basilica. It's the Basilica is like you know, kind of a small it's Vatican a city. Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, I mean, we know where Grand Abbot's house is, so and we know there's a secret door, so or a magic door. Yep. Um. <clears throat> so in our heads again. 
uh, you know, I'm just going to keep the conversation open. I'm not going to limit it to just who's local. Um, do we want to, or do you need help? You're asking Mole? Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm just keeping it open. What do um, we help? Yeah, go on. We could probably use some assistance. If we've um, seen Piatra at this point, um, I'll go. They have Piatra. Mm, that's not good. Are his shades still in place? I don't think I've noticed that yet. Um, <laughs> um, Lynn will pipe in and go, um, I'm concerned about what that bishop at the library knows. They were looking right at us when the guards came. I suppose we can ask him, but... I can go ask him. All right. Make it quick, and we need to probably save our friends. Okay. Uh, and meet meet us. Hmm. Should we go to Morla's? Um, does everybody know who Morla is? Everyone does, yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm just trying to remember. Kim's brain isn't working. Rosie, the, uh, she's the uh, turtle, the, the red hand leader. Red hand. Thank you. Yeah. I don't know why I don't remember right. that. Anyway. In a while. The the church isn't going to be there. That's that's one place without the church. Unless for sure. Yeah. Unless they attack them. But how far is that? That's pretty far away, though, right? It's not. We close. need. Yeah, and that's the. Do we? Do we know the, like how much presence the Basilica guards have in the city? We would like. Know are they running around? I'm sure we would have noticed. Yeah. Are they mostly in the Basilica or? They're mostly around the Basilica. Yeah. They're a very okay. specialized group. They're not. They're not the, like the city guard or the the imperial guard, and they're not the inquisitors who are more frequent throughout the city. And the Basilica guards are people, not, or like fleshy people, not like. <laughs> Robot yeah. people. Okay. Yep. Robots. Um. Okay, but we. I mean, we don't know how far this. Uh, counter coup is going. So. Um, mm -hmm. We could. We could just act like. Nothing's the problem. Just hide out real quick, and wait for Lynn. I think we just need to duck away for a minute, and then, probably go to Morla. Unless we need to go save Mole and, and Cal. Okay. Um. Uh. Rosie, could I have a gift before I go? A gift? A a anything. Just just a token to remember you by. Rosie gives you the weirdest look. Uh. <laughs> and then just kind of blindly reaches around and goes, um. And I have some air genasi clothing. I will uh, pull a, a handkerchief out of that or a sock or something and hand it to Lid. Perfect. That's 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 excellent. And Lid will stick the sock in their pocket. Here. It's just so I can find you guys if um, we get separated. <laughs> oh, right. You have that thing with the yeah. Yep. Okay. All right. Mm. Good luck. 
All right. So and where everybody we'll who's not we, Lynn, where are you guys going? Are you going to Morla or are you just hanging out hidden right now? What, what's the... I, my thought is that we're hiding in either a doorway or like the back entrance of some form of uh, location close by. Like if it's a store or a cafe or something that may have had an open back door <clears throat> yeah. or just in like another or alleys. Yeah. This is within like minutes of running, you know. Yeah. Just yeah. kind of duck in, getting a low profile. Okay, yeah. cool. All right. Um, so you guys are, are ducked behind. We'll, we'll say some alleyways. You're in the glass district, so it's not like there's a ton of shops and things. Um, okay. But you're able to <coughs> hide behind some of the very large houses of the uh, ultra wealthy here. What um, What are you doing, Lynn? Uh, Lynn in front of all of their friends is going to go invisible. Oh, okay. Okay. And then just run back off towards you'll hear the pitter-patter of their footsteps as they're running back off towards the library. Okay. So you you make your way to the library. The Basilica cards run past you, obviously searching through the streets. Um, They don't have a clue from the way they're running. It doesn't seem like they know where your crew ran off to. Um... So yeah, you make your way back to the the uh, the library. Okay, I'm going to step inside. Can I see the bishop still up on the balcony? Uh, yeah, you see him walking around. He's not like just staying there on the balcony, but yeah, he's he's walking around the the uh, okay. library. Is there what looks like? Okay, so he's just walking around the library. Um. Okay, I'm going to kind of, uh, if he's walking around the library, Lynn, while they're invisible, is going to change what they look like. Um, So they're going to look like somebody else. They're just going to pick like a random person that they saw in the street um, as they were running, as they were kind of running back. And the... And I am going to then kind of get a vantage relatively close to the the bishop. So, like, within 30 feet, but somewhere where, like, I'm not within their direct line of sight. And hopefully without anybody seeing me, I'm going to cast Detect Thoughts. Okay. Um, So that's way longer than I thought it was. Okay. Um... He has an intelligence of three or higher, so that's good. So he needs to make a wisdom saving throw, DC 18. It's probably pretty good okay. with that. Yeah, hold on one second. Let me open up the character sheet. Come on. Man, I am getting some lag. Sorry. This is taking forever. You're good. And it's, um, what did you say it was? DC what? 18. 18. Okay. Wisdom saving throw. And here we go. (laughs) All right. I got a 10. So go ahead. Oh, awesome. Okay. So um, first I get their surface level thoughts. I just get an an open pipe. Um, yeah, so, um, I, 
what is most on their mind at that moment. Um, the thing that's most on their mind at that moment is um, yeah, so Archbishop uh, Tyrone here. He's very he's he's upset. Um, he's he's clearly not happy with the fact that you all got away, um, and he's really focused on recovering that statue that you touched, that Lynn touched. Okay. Um, okay. I am going to probe deeper then. Um, so um, they've already failed the wisdom <laughs> saving throw, so I am able to uh, probe deeper um, so I can get there more. So I can gain insight into their reasoning, emotional state, or something larger that looms in their mind, something it worries over, loves, or hates, um, that sort of thing. Okay. So he's frustrated with the, the basically the magical miscreants because of the stolen statue, which is, um, it seems from his thoughts that he's got some devotion to the goddess it represents um and it seems to be some sort of uh, it, it has a couple different names brithinia or edenia um and he is praying to this entity a few times as well um uh, you know th throughout this like frustration swearing that he'll be able to get the, the statue back and collect her stones so awesome. um um yeah so so as um, as they're kind of walking and they're obviously like walking around the library and that sort of thing, um, Lynn's going to be kind of like walking down some other uh, other things. And like as they're walking past one of the um, walking like past one of the rows and they can see the bishop again, what they're going to do is they're going to point their finger at them and use message and go. Why is this god so important to you? Whilst the the thing's so so open, and then just keep on walking. So like they're keeping on walking, but they're keeping this open um, channel into their head. Ooh, so you see him straighten up and look around, very concerned. And what um, does he think about? Well, he's trying to figure out who who said that, and. Uh, you see some like anger and also some fear coming up. It's clear that he doesn't want it known. Um, he refers to it as our secret, whoever our is, but it's clear that he doesn't want the rest of the church to know about quote unquote our secret. And he's determined to make sure that whoever is messing with him and his order is taken care of. Um, Lynn's immediately going to relay that back to the rest of the entire group within range uh, through the open connection between us. Um, many of the bishops worship uh, the statues that Cal stole. Um, I hope that helps. And then they're going to continue to um, walk and they're gonna actually like shift their look again to like some other random person that they've seen and kind of, you know, walking so that the bishop is within visibility of them again, and they're gonna point their finger at them, and they'll go, they'll go, what would you do if I could get it for you? 
and then and just be reading their thoughts. And uh, realizing what's going on, the thoughts kind of stop flooding toward you. Uh-huh. And you hear him, even in his head, kind of counting as like a concentration uh-huh. mechanism. And then thinking, um, well, there would be a reward, of course. Hmm. And kind of same general move, repositioning, you know, like they don't hear anything. And then, like, all of a sudden, another message out of nowhere as Lynn kind of catches a glimpse of them and goes, um, and Lynn goes, they said it ruined me when I saw it. What's that about? And he says, rebirth can be ruinous or feel that way, but it sounds like you were touched by the Great Mother. If you embrace her, she will embrace you back. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. Um. Okay. Okay. This is this is this is good to know. Um, Lynn's gonna be taking notes, uh, in their mind of like what exactly this bishop looks like, like detailed notes, um, and looking at like the different vestments and stuff like that so that they can potentially try and recreate what their clothes look like with the help of someone else. Um, and then, um, let's see. Um, we, did you want to say something, Kim? No, just with the help of someone else. Hi, I'm oh. Rosie. I build shit. Okay. <laughs> and they're going to, yeah, they're going to do one last kind of walk by and um, point at the bishop again as they're just like casually strolling out with a completely different face once again, walking out the the door to the library and um, put the message in their mind. Um, your society took my life from me. I'll take your God from you and walk away. Ooh. Um, <laughs> Just, just a small reminder: the magnificent mansion's door is closed unless I'm nearby. Because otherwise, mm-hmm. it'd be, we'd be found very quickly. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Uh, just remind. I, I, I'm not giving it back to him. Um, I don't know, I'm just like I when you started that. I was like, what if I go back for you, sort of thing. I was like, I'm okay. pretty sure I close it every time, but I've only mentioned it once in the time we've been using it. So. Okay, and yep, and um, Lynn will walk away, and like really subtly. Um, to somebody who would be like if somebody actually like looked um really closely and would notice there's like appears on the skin of lynn's arm is what looks like a tattoo and the tattoo is like what looks like a really detailed sketch of what the bishop's vestments look like Uh, it's Mm. like a sketch of the the bishop it's almost like notes written on their skin very Um, cool and they will make their way back to the the party. They'll they'll start walking walking down the street, um, and and message to everyone else um, what they learned. Basically, uh, yeah, the the bishop and maybe some others worship another god, 
symbolized by those statues and that that's our that's our way in okay now what was the thing that happened so we have the bishop that doesn't like or like is worshiping this statue and the statue we have but is that why we were being attacked or was were we actually being taken in because of mole okay cooperating to get the statue so higher level this is outside of what lynn knows right okay lynn knows that the bishop worships this statue and he definitely referred to it in a way that there are others Others. yeah right so lynn's inference is that other high-ranking members of the church probably worship this god as well right okay we know outside of that so outside of lynn and rosie cal this is like pre-theos right right Cal and Mole just walked into a room with the Grand Abbot, and there is a very similar vibey statue. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. A lot of these people are not worshippers of Of what we think of as Theos. Okay. Or maybe we're all worshipping this entity and we actually don't know it. The church might just be a ruse for Theos. Um, That might also be a thing. They might all be demons. It might not just be my Margraine's M- ex-girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> They're all hammer fuckers. God damn it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, that's a that's okay. an open um, that's an open line. And what was the name of the god again that he said? It was. Well, it was by a couple names. Edinia. Um, okay. Yeah, and, and 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 yeah, Lynn will be very specific to have like blasted that out to everyone. They worship the Great Mother. Okay. There's other statues, and Cow just hears. I gotta collect them all. <laughs> well, Cow will be seeing the very similar vibe statues. So yeah, he saw that sort of thing. Yeah, he knows there's loads when they're worshipped by the church now. But you know. When that information comes in to where we are downstairs, like a That's couple fair. of minutes sort of difference. Yeah. Okay. Parsing. Who on our team currently knows about how gods get their power? Is it just Garen? Garen. Mole knows too. Mole does too. Mole does too. Okay. Mole knows. Um, uh, Cal. So that Cal, Cal, Cal we, we all went back pretty much. It's pretty Cal. Much, did we not all go back as a group there? Because we were trying mm. to prove to one of the priests. Or to Morla. We took Morla there, right? We took Morla, like, Mole explained the the situation to the entire party when they were trying to convince Morla. Like, Cal would be aware of what, what, like, the general theory is. Like, Cal's seen Sigil now at this point. Rosie's seen Sigil. Lynn's seen Sigil. They've all seen Sigil. Rosie and Lynn are aware of the even higher, you know, cosmic beings, because we were part of their games. Gotcha, gotcha. Right, like we're we're aware of these very high power things, and then Mole knows explicitly about gods and their power and how it's passed down. Um, yeah, yeah. So, if these guys aren't actually worshiping Theos, and they're all worshiping this older person, but the rest of the people don't know that, they're actually making the power of this thing more right the new uh, uh, old i guess adinya whatever this is in our heads well not necessarily they by their 
prayer if they believe in, say, whatever, uh, Eligius, right? They're praying to Eligius. They're not praying to what the high priests are praying to. There are two separated things. Does the amount of, like, belief or, like, power that the person has, does that, like, affect how much power their prayer gives to whatever they're praying to? So, oh, like, 100%. If, if high power archbishop is praying to Adenia, then Theos is weaker because they're not being prayed to by this archbishop. Or can that power be spread around to multiple gods? It, it could be that they switch their beliefs, so they built this belief towards the Theos. And then when all the bishops of the church or the ones say, no, it's not this, it's this now, and everyone goes along with it because they are sheep of the church, and then switch their belief system, the other god suddenly becomes turbo-powered, and Theos turns into dust and blows away on the wind. Essentially, yes. So do we want to empower Theos more, or do we want to allow this Adenia to be the... the... Why not take away all that power? I do not think whatever is controlling those statues that did that to Lin should be in power. Period. I mean, we don't even know what it did to Lin. Lin doesn't yeah, what, even know what, what it did, did to What did it do to me? <laughs> uh, we will never know now, but... It kind of broke you. We don't know what happened, but you became a uh, crying ball of mess on the floor. Uh, Lin already knew this. Lin says it exactly like that in their head. <laughs> uh. um, I mean, Elegius is a pretty cool dude. At least his followers are. I don't know about Theos himself, because he doesn't really exist anymore. So. Ah, uh, Theodorn. Um, are we are we still doing this in all our, all our heads? Yeah. Absolutely everyone. So yeah. Like, when we switch to the other party, wherever they're going through their conversation, they can have this com whole conversation <laughs> just going in the background. Yeah. Yeah, I think yep. so. I think it might be kind of distracting. Um, yeah. So, the question is, should we come to you now? Mo and Cap. Okay, because this is many minutes later at this point, Alex. In, mm -hmm. in in your head, would you predict that Mole would be in any position to be able to respond to that? Um, <laughs> the way you see things that. going, are we in the middle of combat now? Or are we still <laughs> probably discussing and make, trying to make a plan? Or have we run away? What's the general idea? What? We we, we've broken time right now by splitting yeah, the we party have a little and bit talking here. to um, ourselves. Or do yeah. you want to stop here with this party, switch to the other party? Why don't we do that? Yeah. I Why think don't we, we do need that? to catch up, right? We need to catch up, yeah. Because <laughs> like, I don't want to, you know, yeah. Mole and Cal's responses could be very different depending on what's going on. Yeah, yeah. Or you just, just tell us silent, as this key information comes in. <laughs> okay. Um, so yeah. we'll cut back to the, uh, the sub-basement of... Um, uh, the Grand Abbot's house. So Melfast is there. You all are in the uh, that circular room again. There are the four statues on either side. The um, uh, Piatra's in the middle, and the there's the uh, stone that's right next to it. Piatra is surrounded by some kind of magical uh, rune that seems to be keeping 
them in place and at the same time some kind of energy is being sucked from the dragon and going into that stone which seems to be um getting brighter and brighter what uh what do you guys how do you responding to this what do you, what are the two of you doing mole and cal uh mole would literally like stop in their tracks like kind of surprised that this is what they're seeing you know yeah but they're they're keeping their words to themselves right now i think they've already said enough inflammatory statements towards the towards yeah, cow, cow's keeping oh cow's doppelganger is keeping his cool and looks almost unfazed by it entirely uh cow is not very happy at seeing the dragon friend of theirs change and being drained but he is also more focused on the thing draining piotra than piotra yeah. itself how's piotra's uh sunglasses situation you still got some they're, cool shades? They're broken. They're they're gone. Ugh. Yeah. It, they're 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 snapped in two at his feet. You can see it's. Oh. Is there an angle of what direction Piotr is looking at as well, just in the room? So he. <laughs> his eyes are closed in agony. Yeah, his eyes are closed in agony. Okay. He's he's like okay. screaming in pain. Um. Or he's Why not would screaming. you do this to yeah. this poor creature? Well, we must have enough power to open the gateway, of course. We've only got so much power and we enter the paths ourselves. The gateway where? To the beginning. Where all power what? is accessible. And what's that what's that talking a little bit? Um invisible me? is going to start moving further away from the group to try and get over to the uh, the thing there, the stone, to investigate it and see if he can figure out what's, how it's working. As you look into the stone, um, you realize from the angle you were at before, you could see what looked like the, the ball relief there. As you get closer to it and look at it, you can see dead on that there is a pathway through that, like this is some sort of portal. Um, and it's definitely a, a dimensional portal, very similar to a door that uh, you guys have opened up in the past. Now the pathway leads off into the horizon and some kind of light on the other end surrounding the pathway. It's like in a cave of, um, sort of primordial, primordial flesh, you could say being swirled around, being twisted and, um, pulled apart um, like so you can see like sort of flesh and sinew all ripped apart um, as it's constantly moving in sort of a, a constantly moving cave um, would it be similar to the is it the flesh castle that we fought inside in the I can never remember his name inside the U Mr. Universe guy at the very top when we did our time shenanigans we fought inside like a flesh um, similar church. yeah uh, sort of like that, except this is constantly moving, and there's something almost that um, was like the body of a massive dead titan, yeah. right? Yeah. God, yeah, that was a god. This is more like this is the almost as if you're watching the universe make flesh for the first time, and it's got this like, yeah, primordial, early almost creation mix bouillabaisse of. You know, 
blood and skin being ripped apart over and over again. I've I've seen what power comes from. Hmm. Yes. Uh, so I'm assuming you are aware of other places other than this. The other planes. Of course. We've seen the other planes. We've seen beyond this world. This is what we must protect them from. We must harness this power so we can control this environment and keep it safe. From another outsider. There's always another outsider. Yes. So we've gone back to the first. To the original. To that spark. And we take that power and we can mold it as we see fit. Tell me, Morzog, huh. are you ready to walk the trail yourself? To go back to the original? To find that spark? I don't know. It's beautiful in it, there, Mole. It, it seems it, horrific it, at first, but it is beautiful once you feel. It, in our heads, I, I don't think it's a good idea, but that place is creepy as fuck. Law flesh castle, weird moving stuff. And at that point is when you get a flood of information from the rest of the party. So, Mole's hearing about everything that Lynn has conveyed, as is uh, Cal. How big's the statue here, Alex? Is it the same size as the one I stole before? No, this is like a, a big slab. So this is probably, I don't know, maybe uh, two feet tall and a foot and a half wide. Oh, so like it would be smaller. It wouldn't be classed as a large object. Ob object. It would be something slightly smaller. Yep, yep. So it's not just you that follows them. It's the other archbishops as well. Or at least some of them. Some of them. Not at all. Hmm. From the doppelganger? Why do you push the faith of Theos if you don't worship him yourself? Oh, well, well we... The, all the god stuff. We do worship him. Of course, too. But he's not the highest one we worship. Why would we be restricted to just one god when there are so many out there? So many realities. So many universes. And Theos is the god of this world, but there's more worlds out there, are there not? There are more universes. I've killed them. See? This is too big, guys. I don't want to have to deal with this big question. <laughs> is Mole breaking a little bit? <laughs> yeah, I don't think Mole knows what to do. They don't want Wait. to worship another god. They believe... In Theos, a hundred percent. But it's once again too much information. Too much information for maybe. The guy maybe to we handle. just slow the whole big thing down a bit. And uh, I'm going to cast Resilient Sphere on the statue, uh, as it's smaller and large object. It would cut it off from all forms of magic and no damage in or out, which should help Pietro out. Okay, so you is that a con save? Not or on an uh, object. Oh, it's just auto fail though. 
it would drop my mislead to the doppelganger disappears and now stood by the object. Okay. So, yeah, let me just get the wording on this here. Uh, sphere of shimmering force encloses a creature or object of large size or smaller within a range. An unwilling creature must make a dex saving throw and a failed creature is closed. Nothing, not physical objects, energy, other male or other spell effects can pass through the barrier in or out. Though a creature in the sphere can breathe, the sphere is immune to all damage. A creature or object inside can't be damaged by attacks or effects originating from outside. The sphere is weightless and just large enough to contain the object. Okay. So this can last up to a minute. All right. So you cut it off and we'll cut to the other group. What are you guys doing? Um, the last question was to Mole, was it not? Yeah, if the, if we should get them, right? If we should come to them. Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, well, if we uh, if that's at the uh, same sort of time as I'm doing the Resilient Sphere spell... The answer we, is uh, probably uh, yes. I, I may have just pissed <laughs> off the church a lot. We might need help. Um. Yeah, the answer from Mole is yes. Yes. Everybody I'm grab right. hands. We okay. This fast. Okay. We'll make this fast in a long time. <laughs> um. How's everyone doing? Everybody up on spells and everything? No. Yeah. I'm good. Mostly. I've got some good amount of spells. We have time. We have to make it. Uh, I have, I'm slightly low on hit points. But I don't think that's going to be our biggest issue. I, I, I'm at I 101. Think, I think the church has plenty of time too, because they've got an open portal to the beginning of everything. They don't uh, anymore. Uh, That's true. Oh. Depending on how it all just interacted. Wait, did the did the portal shut when he shut off the statue? I, we'll find out in a second. We'll find oh, out. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, I'm good. I've got enough that we can go in all guns blazing. I'm only down two okay. second level spell slots. The rest was all cantrips. So. Okay. Yeah. Um, I. It. Yeah. Lin's fine. Do anything, right? We can just. On top of I. I can Lynn's been hit a couple object. of times. I can teleport, teleport the object anywhere as well, because it's, it works on one object or eight willing creatures. Yeah. Yeah, okay. no. Um, um, yeah, let's do it. Just, yeah. Just jump in. Yeah. yeah. Grab hands, and I'll plane shift us to, because I've seen the, the hallway um, through Xena's eyes, I'll plane shift us Oh wait, I can't plane shift to the same plane. Um, okay, I'll. Man, I don't have enough. I don't have teleport. I only okay. have plane shift. Um, uh, I might it, just have to hop outside of time do, first. Do you do you kind of hesitate? Yeah. Um, thinking about it. Yeah. Uh, what's wrong, Garen? Um, I can't get this there, where we need to go, unless we get out of time first. Or get to another plane. Oh, okay. Well, I'm very familiar with um, Mole. So, Lynn casts Teleport on all of us. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to try and get to where Mole is. So, I think I can fail that. The chance is very clear there. Okay. 
Oh yeah, I, can't I think it's a, I think it's like Alex Rose. Yeah, um, I'm trying to. Let me pull up. The, I thought I'm if it was very familiar. There's no chance. I'm trying to look at the chart now. So, very familiar on target is 25 to 100 uh, associated to object. If you have anything of moles or cows, then you could get there directly. Or Piotras. Otherwise, there's a 25% chance of failure, which is off target or similar. I don't so, know. If, do you... I don't know if Lynn has anything of moles or cows. We just have to roll a 25 or above. I don't cow... like those odds. Probably not anything of cows. He doesn't have much to give up. Did you take anything from the baskets that were technically moles? I haven't stolen anything from Mole, I don't think. Oh. I you think. Didn't just um, take a bottle of wine and shove it down your pockets. Do like, I have like something? I have stolen something from Cal. His identity. But is that an object that I can possess? Like, no. Yeah. No. yeah. It's not yeah. a physical object, unfortunately. <laughs> I think it's 25 or above, guys. We'll see if we're All on right. target. Or Let's if we're relatively close. 98. We're fine. We're good. Oh, okay. <laughs> We're good. <laughs> All right. So you guys teleport directly into the summoning room. Um, and you see that uh, you've got... Hey, why don't you guys put your, your tokens oh. down there? We got Cal standing right next to a stone. Cal He's up here. Got a magical yeah, I'm assuming sphere. Morin, that would be at the bottom of the stairs is where I assume they'd be. Like down here sort of area. Yeah. That'll work. That's where the rest of us would come through. And we've got Melfast, yeah, who would be actually right over here too. Da, he just da, came da, down. Da, 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 da. We're here to rescue you. <laughs> and then you're being rescued. Do not resist. Couple of basilica cards. Should I put that to resistance is futile. <laughs> Um, didn't know we were the Borg all of a sudden. And then, uh, so you've got a couple of Basilica cards there. As you all appear, um, Melfast is clearly startled. It says, Samael. And you see his guard next to him, who was obviously the chief guard, sort of shed his skin. And you see before you a creature that uh, is definitely otherworldly, um, has large angel wings, and uh, carries a very large sword. It's clearly an extra-dimensional creature. Um, let's see. And Can I react then, to that? Uh, get, well, one second. Then you also notice that as he does that, the four statues that are around there that seem to be of cloaked figures start to have some kind of magical energy that pours through them as well. Oh, delightful. Um, but yeah, that's that's it. Now you can do what you would you would like. I'm immediately gonna cast slow on that group. <laughs> Good call. Oh. Um, well, and if Lynn saw something turning into something big and scary, I... I would like it to make a wisdom saving throw 
or get polymorphed into a frog. Well, okay. Well, let's do the slow Unless real it's quick. Unless to that. Okay, let's so do... everybody needs to do a wisdom. Not everybody. I mean, the bad guys need to do a wisdom check. DC 19. Um, or a bunch of stuff. Uh, oh, lots of stuff is going to happen. So why don't yeah, we... Uh, so an affected target speed is halved. It takes a negative two penalty to AC and dex saving throws, and it can't use reactions. On its turn, it can use either an action or a bonus action, but not both. Wow. Regardless of the creature's abilities or magic items, it can't make more than one melee or ranged attack during its turn. If the creature attempts to cast a spell with a casting time of one action, roll a d20 on 11 or higher. The spell doesn't have an effect until the creature's next turn, or doesn't take effect until the creature's next turn and the creature must use an action on that turn to complete the spell. If it can't, the spell is wasted. A uh, creature affected by this spell makes another wisdom saving throw at the end of its turn. On a successful save, the spell ends. Okay, so we'll do you Melfast. I'm, I'm sorry. I've, I need to garen it up. I'm going to force the spell, so. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So if they have any special stuff. To they might succeed. They might succeed. Okay, so what, what do you mean gearing it up? You've, you're gonna... I'm using the spell force. I'm I'm forcing them to fail. Oh, okay. And you can do that on... We had that so you can do it on everyone? Because you, you said you're yeah, doing it on a group. Spell. It was yeah. on a spell saving throw. Yeah. He's trying to room he... for the people with the Oh, it's within a six-foot cube of 40 people. Dang. Uh -huh. Okay. Yep, okay. So they, they you failed. You were the one who gave him the broken I thing. <laughs> I know. I didn't realize slow <laughs> affected six creatures, though. That's what I... Uh, yeah, it's that's, all about, That's what yeah. I was confused by. Okay. Yeah, 40-foot okay. cube within range and affects six creatures. Um, t -t -t -t. I figured that might help with the flying guy, especially. Yeah, and he <laughs> yep. can definitely place it within all of them. Yep, he yeah. can for sure. Mm -hmm. Okay, so we've got him slowed. Now, what were you going to do? Um, uh, who was it? Mole or Len? Lynn, Lynn um, wants the flying guy to make a uh, wisdom saving throw. DC 18. Okay. Give me a second. It is... It's being super slow for me, too. Okay. Cool. I was like, what is going That's on? That's why I All ended right. up accidentally throwing that to the chat, because I was trying to open it, and it wasn't working! So I've got a plus six on this, and I rolled nine. Um, so that's great. <laughs> so what, what happened? Um, what would be funny for them to turn into? You said a frog specifically, didn't you? Yeah. Okay. They turned into a frog. Okay. You know what's crazy is he also has um, advantage on all saving throws, and the nine was the advantage. Was one the advantage. Nine? Yeah. Wow. If you had passed, you'd be bad. doing it again because I have silvery barbs, so I'd definitely <laughs> use it on that. <laughs> yeah. Alright, so you see Samael becomes a frog. A very slow frog. <laughs> a very slow frog. Ribbit. Um, what do you want? Did, are you, Kim, are you saying something? I, I pick the next scariest looking motherfucker and I throw Rithalm's psychic lance at them. So this is an intelligence saving throw, DC 17. Um, if they fail, the target takes 7d6 psychic damage. If they 
save, they take half as much damage. Um, okay. And then if they fail, they are also incapacitated. Um, so, okay, so I'm thinking the be... bishop is probably the next scariest looking. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, can you put that up there again so I can take a look at it? The, the lance. It's right above. Oh, there you go. Cool. And just shoot. a heads up to everyone, I have probably 10 minutes. Okay, cool. Before I have to run. Yeah, we're wrapping up here. Um, okay. So we're going to go ahead, and it's a DC 17. Seven. You said intelligence? Correct. I'm assuming he's smart, so this probably isn't going to do much. But Yeah. He's a bishop. Um, so, he's probably wiser than smart. Yeah, he's also a gnome, though. Um, so we got 21 on that. Okay. So let me. So do we, does he take anything on a... Uh, yeah. Uh, roll 7D. For some reason, there doesn't seem to be a way to click on it to make it roll damage. What? Hmm. what? I think it rolled invisible damage because there's a space where the damage should yeah. be. Yeah, should be, and it's just not feet. showing it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's not letting me roll anything. What is going you on? You want here? me to roll 7D6 for you on the roller? I'm trying. It's forward slash R, right? Yeah. Am I losing Are you can in the top in the top left there's a little dice icon. If you hover over that you can go seventy six. There it worked. Decent it just okay. didn't for a while. Anyway, that's twenty four points of damage, so twelve points of damage. Psychic okay. damage. Alright. And he is not completely incapacitated, sadly. Nope. He is slow though. Alright. So, um now uh Cal, is there anything you want to do? I'm going to say no for now. That's something else you'd want to do, but it's a full thing. Okay. So um, let's go ahead. And as you've ca uh, cast that Psychic Lance and turn Samael into a frog, um, we see the uh, electrical energy going for the different statues out there. You've got the guard standing there. Um, and with that, we will call this episode. Thank you all for listening to Beholder's Eye, Volume 2, Episode 30, The Path of Flesh. Don't forget to give us a five-star review wherever you listen to podcasts. That helps us out so much. We really appreciate it. And I hope you guys are enjoying this as we're coming to that final chapter of this final chapter. Um, things are about to get a little bit crazy here over the next couple episodes, so really hope you enjoy that. And uh, yeah, stick around. Don't forget to check out our website, BeholdersEyeCast.com. Thanks, and we'll see you next week. Editing by Alexander Floyd. Music from Filmmusic.io. Countdown and Chase by Alexander Nakarada. License under Creative Commons by Attribution 4.0 Licenses, Filmmusic.io slash Standard Licenses. Minstrel Guild, Curse of the Scarab, and Our Story Begins, all by Kevin McLeod, licensed under Creative Commons, Attribution 4.0 Licenses, filmmusic.io, slash licenses, slash buy, slash 4.0.